Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Located in Central California, Sequoia Country, Exeter is a charming historic agricultural community, and they're also a gateway destination for Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, Giant Sequoia National Monument, and Sequoia National Forest. It's a historic downtown that, like, if you go down there, you're going to be eating all day, you're going to be shopping, you're going to be touring such a beautiful collection of murals out there as well. It's such a beautiful, all the murals on the walls of, of the buildings are Tell the story of Exeter and the region, so definitely something to put on your list when you go to the region. We're excited to have Sandy Blankenship, the Executive Director of the Exeter Chamber of Commerce, join us today on Big Blend Radio's Champagne Sunday Show. And she's going to give us a scoop on Exeter's annual garden party and garden walk. Plus, we also have Diane Hayes from the Sequoia Riverlands Trust joining us to talk about spring at Kauia Oaks Preserve, their wildflower walks, and also this cool kids' science, citizen science event. Awesome. I know. Say I that like 10 that. times when you have champagne in your mouth. Huh? There you go. Everyone, go to ExeterChamber.com and also SequoiaRiverlands.org. So welcome back, Sandy. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. good. It's good really to good to hear your voice. I know. We get so excited because, you know, today is uh, you, you want to make people happy day. And the first thing I thought is, Sandy's coming on the show. I'm happy. Because <laughs> you, you have one of the happiest voices I know. Don't you think, oh, Nancy? Oh, thank yeah. you. You yeah, do. True. So is Walter's fun. Exactly. And she's she's the mama of Walter's. Is Big Walter there Big messing Walter. with you? Oh yes. He's sitting <laughs> in the window. Oh, the town <laughs> he cat. monitors everything. See I found some really you know, Priscilla's taking over our Love Your Parks for a blog, which is a scary thing. Priscilla, our sock monkey. And um I was, you know, putting things together, and I just wait. A video is coming out with Priscilla and Walter. It's coming. Um, yeah. I have some really good photos of Walter and dashing. They oh. have a relationship. They have a relationship. He's, he's pretty hot. But <laughs> I want to bring Diane on. How are you, Diane? Welcome. Thank you. I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, oh. super excited to chat with you and take a look at what's going on in the Sequoia Riverlands Trust. I mean, every time I go on your website, which – I want to do more than that, obviously. We've been to Kauia Oaks Preserve many years ago. I'm just amazed at how much, like how much land you guys have preserved over the years. It's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, over 30,000 acres now. Yeah, over 30,000 acres. It's, it's wow. pretty amazing. Oh, wow. So cool. And I was saying I at the it. beginning of the show that one of, I remember this um, with this, there was a quarry and that you came in and started oh. to restore that. Or right, that's our Dry it. Creek Preserve now, yeah, which is just a little bit uh, east of where Kui Oaks Preserve is, and it's great. It's just full of trees, and of course right now the, tree, the creek is running, and it's a really awesome. great place to go for a hike, really beautiful. Um, and we do a 5K race there in the spring, too. Okay, oh. well, we'll watch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Can <laughs> <laughs> I bring my champagne and go, run on, go run on. <laughs> on. Exactly, you know, yeah. 
yeah, I have to take photos. See, that's that's the best thing about my job. You you can you can get away from the hard work and just take everyone's picture. <laughs> right. That's what I always say. Yeah. When yeah. you know they're running the race, they ask if I'm going to run, and I say no. I have to take pictures. <laughs> that's See? right. See. Now, Sandy, spring in Exeter. You just you have one of the most amazing places to you know be in for so for pretty. spring because you got wildflowers on everywhere in the hills, the rolling hills. You got Sequoia Park in your backyard. You've got you know Kahlua Oaks Preserve in your backyard, uh, but also you start to the town gets all colorful on, on top of the murals that you already have. So, um, and then the the blossoms from the oranges is that mm-hmm. happening yet? No, not yet. Um, we probably have another few weeks before those start. It's typically end of March, first part of April. Mm, okay, and then we'll okay. just be an intoxicating, sweet mm. smell. It's it's smells fabulous so for the first few days. <laughs> it smells so good. Yes. Like yes, marmalade. It it's wine for the nose. It's, it's marmalade. <laughs> it's wine for the nose. That's what it is. So the whole area, I mean, you guys had a lot of snow up in the in the sequoias, didn't you? Oh, we are so blessed for the rain this year. Um, the rain and the snowpack, um, that's just going to make an incredible difference in our mm-hmm. drought-stricken land. Um, our area seems to get less rain than most, um, so we're looking forward to, um, we're supposed to have rain most all next week as well. Cool. So I think we're going to have a very good year. Awesome. That's awesome. It's so good to hear because mm-hmm. you know, California has been through the ringer when it's wildfires and floods and mm-hmm. drought. So mm-hmm. to hear that, you know, here in Tucson, Arizona, which we're only in for what, like less than 20 days now before we hit the road Woo-hoo! on the Love Your Park store. Um, it, it's amazing to me. We had the same thing happen here in the desert southwest. In the southwest, I mean, we're in a drought situation, too. And now we're going to have a super bloom this year. Uh, Diane, do you think you're going to get that out in in all these preserved acres that you have? You're going to have a a really good wildflower bloom? Yeah. In fact, last week we did a a wildflower walk at one of our preserves called Lewis Hill, which is about 15 minutes south of Exeter. And we had the most incredible one we've ever seen. We work with a a Forest Service guy who's been doing the walk for 15 years. He said he'd never seen it so good. It was absolutely beautiful. And that's just a start because – you know, as time goes on, we'll have other preserves that are a little bit higher up start blooming, and it should be a really great spring. I can't wait to hit the road, too. And cool. and Lewis Hill, I was reading up on that, is really um, special because you have two rare wildflowers out there. Right, right. Yeah. They're only in like... Yeah, they're only in like five or six places in all of Tulare and Kern counties, and so it's pretty rare. And this year there were just abundance of them, and then you get like five or six flowers on one stalk, and and they're teeny tiny little flowers, only about as big as your thumb, but they're so pretty, and they smell really good, too. Not quite as good as the orange blossoms, but really, really good. Mm. Wow, wow. So these wildflower walks, because I know some of the preserves, are, they're so protected that people can't go traipsing around. Um, you can only go when it's an, an actual uh, led hike with you guys, right, or in a special event. Correct, yeah. Yeah, I like that one we do. Um, but our Korea Oaks Preserve, now it's not as great for wildflowers, it's more trees, but it's open all the time. But I would also say Dry Creek, which we were just talking about, and the preserve next to it, Homer Preserve, probably in the next week or two, are just going to be full of wildflowers. And they're just really gorgeous. Really, you know, you, you don't have to go that far away from the city, and you just are surrounded by flowers. See, I remember in Kahlua Oaks, you know, having that kind of like a nice open field and then oaks, having oaks out there and woodpeckers and, you know, but this is important. You had wild grapes. 
Now that's important. Cool. <laughs> yes, we do. We still have those. We have wild grapes. Yes, Ooh. and and actually elderberries too, which they bloom a little bit later. Ooh. It'll be more like April, but they're really great too. And we pick them sometimes, and we make stuff out of them, including beer. <laughs> I've heard of elderberry yeah. wine, but I didn't know oh, you could make beer. beer. Huh. Okay, so you can. Oh Whoa. my gosh, what is going on with the beer thing in Tulare County, Sandy? It seems like you know breweries are popping up everywhere. I'm I'm not complaining no no i know we have a new tap room here in town and plus um, a new brewery that's going to begin in exeter Um, they're not going to be selling out of the brewery they're just going to be making the beer and then they'll be transporting it to the tap room um, for consumption Uh, and then we have another one out in the country called rocky hill brewing so and they do a lot of their own um, beers there and it's yeah, I don't know. And then Visalia, they're just everywhere. So I'm not even familiar with all of them. But, yeah, they're everywhere. It's quite a boon right now. That's exciting. I mean, yeah. when you think about, you know, I, I was thinking, we, we've been, you know, with the Love Your Parks Tour, and everyone, if you go to loveyourparkstour.com, you'll see that Nancy and I figured out we have been to over 100 parks yeah. since the start of that? our tour. Oh. And I'm in the mm-hmm. middle because we basically learned, and it was really part of, you know, being in the Sequoias, too, where we learned the importance of not just documenting national park units, but places like Kauia Oaks Preserve need to be documented and places like, you know, the forests and all this, every piece of land. And this is what I love about Sequoia Riverlands Trust is you guys understand the importance of, you know, those pieces of land, and mm-hmm. it all adds up. And so, anyway, we're documenting these on a map. So I've got to 60 so every park we've been to has a photo and a little write-up and either a link to an article or a link directly to the park website. And I was going through all this footage, Sandy, from 2012, and I just was looking back at Exeter and then the conversations we've had since 2012. And I'm, like, amazed. Like, you're changing, you know, you've got the murals, you've had new murals, but now you're changing that to different art installations. You've got breweries. I mean, it seems like Exeter has gone through quite a change in these last, you know, five to eight years. Yes, yes, and I know the uh, mural team is getting ready to embark in a new uh, path that I alluded to the last time we talked. Mm. We're going to be adding some sculpture to our outdoor art gallery. Um, Not that we're quitting our murals by any stretch. Before Um, everybody comes writing and going, what are you doing? (laughs) No, 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 no. The murals are staying, (laughs) and they will continue um, but we are doing, um, we're going to add a couple of sculptures to the center of town. Um, we're going to do, we're kind of starting out lightly, um, so we're getting some prefab type sculptures of a um, a bear that's cool. standing up because of our um, forest oh. and our parks, they have bears, and then mountain li- and a, then a mountain lion that sits on a big cool. tree branch. Awesome. And they're going to be beautiful. They'll be bronze uh, sculptures, and we're going to put those in a couple of planters and right in the center of town at Pine and E. Um, and then cool. where we, um, the Garden Club is redoing the planters and going to make them some drought-resistant plants and um, make them very decorative with some uh, cobblestone and that sort of thing inside of it. So it's going to be a very different look for us, but I think it's going to be absolutely gorgeous when we're finished. Wow, this is exciting. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. So when do you think this will happen, like for the public to see the unveiling of the lion and Um, the bear? (laughs) <laughs> the target is to be um, open. They're going to be installed and completed by our garden party, which is on May 5th. Oh, wow. The sculptures so have been purchased, so it's just a matter of they were trying to figure out the bases and what kind of um, base that we needed to pour, you know, so that we can secure them into the planters. Mm-hmm. And so that, thankfully, our new city administrator is an engineer, so he has the knowledge and he's on the mural team now. So he was helping us greatly um, trying to figure out the most effective way to secure those because we kind of figure children are going to want to get up near them and maybe even climb on them. So we want to make sure that they're as secure as possible and um, they won't tip over and cause any harm. Priscilla wants to climb on them yes. already. Yes. Priscilla's already <laughs> jumping up and down. <laughs> this is silly. You know, but it's interesting you bring up bears. Um, you know, we know about that going in the park that, you know, don't, you know, so be careful cool. with your food. Put them in the bear trap thingies, not traps, uh, the, the food box things and yes. mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. But mountain lion, I'm, I'm really glad you're doing that because people, you know, get silly sometimes about mountain lions and you should have a healthy dose of um, respect, respect and, and, and all that. But, we need to still look at them as an important species mm-hmm. and, and part of the ecosystem, and mm-hmm. the, they're part of the web of life. And, uh, Diane, that comes back to Riverland, uh, Sequoia Riverlands Trust. Isn't that the same thing when you're protecting this land is allowing like mountain lions to have a, a part of their habitat, their original habitat? Absolutely, yeah. We protect a lot of different species. Now, we don't have any mountain lions, but we do have bobcats. I can tell you that. Ooh. I've seen them myself. So, wow. um, yeah, even at Quay Oaks Preserves, you know, last spring, um, one of our staff was out there, and a baby bobcat walked up to him. <laughs> it was the cutest thing. Wow. I had to miss that all day. They're so cute. But, again, you don't want to mess with mom because you know she's around there somewhere. Yeah. But, yeah, it's all about protecting species. That's where a lot of the land we protect that's even in other counties has species like kit fox and things that are endangered mm. or burning owls. And so that's what a lot of this land is put aside for, even insects we've done before, you know, because they do have a beneficial effect on certain things. Yes. So yeah, it's all about protecting different species. Um, but in Tulare County, it is mostly the trees and plants that are protecting, like the valley oaks. Mm. Nice. That's, and that's important. That That's important for people to know. I mean, oaks, at, at one point, didn't we, like, get into a dangerous uh, spot with the the lack of oaks that we had in California? Right, yeah, and I mean, it's still endangered because we were in drought for so long. Um, many mm-hmm. trees didn't make it because groundwater levels have been dropping thanks to drought and, uh, and other factors, and so it's been a real, it's a real target of ours to make sure we find ways to preserve these and keep them going. Um, we know there's going to be a lot of challenges in the future, but we're trying to find ways to keep them going. Mm-hmm. So you do walks. So let me go mm-hmm. over this. Kawea Oaks Preserve, that is a preserve that people right outside, right there in, in Exeter, people can go to. Yep. Um, Dry yep. Creek Preserve, that's, that's is, it's fully restored now, which is pretty amazing. Yes, it's fully restored and beautiful. Oh, wow. And so, so cool. people can go out there now? Or is that the one yes, we're um, so 
No, you can. Kalia Oaks Preserve is open every day, so that one is easy. Um, Dry Creek is usually open. Sometimes in the summer we only open it on weekends if it's been really dry and there's fire danger. But otherwise, mm-hmm. last year I think we kept it open all year, and I assume we will this year too. And then right next to it is Homer Ranch, which is usually open, again, only in the off-season um, when there's not fire danger. But last summer we kept it open for part of the weekends too, so just check our website. We'll let you know when they're open. And then uh, Dry Creek Preserve, this is where you have your own native plant nursery. That is super cool. Huh? Yes, we do. Yeah, we, we do a lot of growing native plants for our own preserves. And also a lot more industry is interested in that kind of thing now, where they would like to plant native or at least drought-tolerant species of plants. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all know, you know, we have to be water-wise. We have to save water. So people are looking into that more and more. And, you know, I think people had that idea that it's not pretty. I mean, you're in Arizona. You know that idea that it's not it's not. It's yeah. all dry and icky looking, mm-hmm. but it's not true. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of beautiful plants and blooms that go all year round, and it's it's really a great little place. So we only open that occasionally to the public, but a lot of what we are supplying with is for industry or other peop- other um, places like SRT that are doing some restoration. That's really cool because, you know, when the more people do that, then it creates another ecosystem that kind of bridges, you know, the environmental gap between city and preserve if everyone started doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I think that one thing people notice a lot and ask us a lot about is they've heard this thing about having a corridor for butterflies, especially monarch mm. butterflies. So a lot of right. people come in looking for milkweed, and I can't remember the exact species, but there's actually a kind that you should use. A lot of nurseries sell different kinds, but there's one that is specific that the monarchs really actually like. So, yeah, we're, we're happy to get that and sell it to people because then we do create that corridor so they can come from wherever they're going down to Mexico or to the California coast and give them a place to have respite. Nice, man. This is so cool. So, okay, (laughs) I mean, you got, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm itchy footed to get out there. So James Herbert wetland. So that's an interesting thing too, Mm -hmm. because that is something that uh, wetlands are diminishing and to have one, um, that's, and Mm. you're kind of close to the Delta, right? Being, you know, near Stockton in that area. Yeah, and people, they're always amazed, and I'll say, we have vernal pools out there, and they'll just look at me like, oh. I didn't think there was anything like that in the valley. And it's like, well, when it rains, there is. Actually, um, in a couple of weeks, I believe March 23rd in the afternoon, we're going to have a walk there as well. And it's, you know, I mean, it's kind of a flat territory. Maybe you think looking at water, it's not that cool, but we get to Gallon Cody and we get to see the little frogs and insects that are down there and birds. There are lots of mm. birds that love the water, again, because they're looking for a place to stop. So it's a neat preserve. We hope people can come out and see that. Um, we're trying, you know, it's not, again, not open to the public very often. We're working towards that. Um, we're trying to get it. It'll be more open, but we have to make some improvements, um, including um, actually we're hoping to do kind of a memorial for the founder, um, Mr. Herbert, who is elderly and, and his wife would like to make some kind of a thing there. So we're trying to make work on that for her and then hopefully get it open so people can come out more often. Nice, cool. man. This is so cool. And then also the lastly, the yeah. Blue Oak Ranch. Now, that's... Right. Really close to Sequoia, actually near or within the the forest. Yes, yeah, it's a little bit um, it's a little bit outside. It's closer to the national forest. Um, I know it gets kind of tricky about which you know land you're on, but we're pretty close to that. It's in the foothills, but not quite up as far. It's up about fifteen hundred to two thousand feet, um, and it's open usually the first Saturday of the month. 
Um, so we'd love to have people come out there. It's in a town called Springville, which is just outside mm-hmm. of Porterville. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of close up where Mountain Home and things like that. And, again, a former working ranch, really beautiful blue oaks as opposed to valley oaks. But you get some great views up there, too, when you get up a little bit. And there's great hiking. And we have cattle. We have cattle on a lot of our properties. Um, they sort of serve the purpose that deer and antelope once did for prop preserves like that. And that they go out, and they're generally really cool. You just ignore them, and they ignore you. <laughs> And it's really fun. It makes for it makes for a you know kind of a really pastoral view. I man, I'm digging we this. Like so, them. so your wildflower yes. walks um, is this something that only happens in the spring, or do you do nature walks throughout the summer too? Um, not so much in the summer. It's a little too warm in the summer generally. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd have to do stuff like that at seven or eight a.m. But in the fall and sometimes in the winter, we do all kinds of different events. Um, you just have to keep looking at our calendar for what we come up next. One thing that's great with being close to Sequoia National Park is we get a lot of people up there who are biologists or geologists, and they're willing to come down and do talks and tell people a little bit about the area. So we often have things with them that they can do. Um, and we do field trips. That's a lot of what we do. Actually, we do a lot of education with kids. We generally work with about 1,500 students a year um, from wow. Tulare and maybe Kings County. Yeah, and so they come out to the preserve, and many of them, you know, they've never really been out in nature. So this is a first for them, and they get to see. And, you know, sometimes for the littler kids, it's just about running around and playing and getting outdoors for the first time, climbing a tree. Um, older kids, they really get to learn about science and doing things and finding, you know, future careers options even. So it's a very see, fun thing. We love working with the kids. See, this is this is the this kids nice. si- citizen. I, I have a hard time saying this for some reason. It can't be the champagne here. No, it's not kid at all. citizen <laughs> science event, uh, nature, American yes. Spring, and this is a PBS event. So this is yeah, really nice. cool because citizen science is becoming a big deal. I mean, kind of what we're doing with you know documenting parks across the country. That's kind of citizen science in a way. You know, it it's is. Like, it is. It is. Yeah. And I think it's Good kind of neat. Us. People ask me, like, what does it mean? But it, it is yeah. just sort of documenting. You know, sci- there's not enough scientists in the world to document every area all the time. And so it's really important if you do that in your own backyard. Um, and kids can learn how to do it. And there's all these great websites and apps now, like iNaturalist, where people can upload information, what they saw, when they saw it. And that's, then there's a record. We're keeping track of this kind of thing. So it's really fun. Um, And so we were excited last year when Valley Public Television came to us and said, hey, we're working with the uh, national PBS on an event for the show Nature where they want to do citizen science. And we said, hey, we do that. That would be really cool. So we started partnering with them, um, and it's going to culminate in this event on April 27th, which is at Kwea Oaks Preserve. It's a free event from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and we have kids and adults, families come out, and we'll be teaching them a little bit about how to do citizen science. We'll do them some nature walks. We'll do some interactive science things, and we'll show them. Actually, some of our, probably our students even be leading some of that. That's what's really cool, having the high school kids teach the younger kids. And it'll just be a fun event, like PBS's Nature Cat will be there, and our local Audubon, and probably Sequoia Kings Canyon staff, too, and have a really just fun day learning how science can, you know, be geeky fun, right? It actually is fun to know what's going on around you and get to learn the world around you. So we're really looking forward to that. And as a side benefit for us, uh, Valley Public Television decided to make a little documentary about Sequoia Riverlands Trust. Cool. That they started filming. Oh, I know. And I'm in it. Don't worry about that. Uh, you know, you, you have to go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. Go, girl. So yeah, so yeah, so yeah, right. 
we'll be famous. So, um, but it's going to air um, probably, I think, the next day, like April 28th. Um, and if you don't have Brown Public Television because you're not in this area, it will be posted on, on their website. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. And the oh, national cool. PBS website awesome. so people across the country can get and learn all about SRT, which we're really excited about. It's a super opportunity for us. Oh, man, when you oh. when you see that, tag me on on Twitter and stuff, man. I want I want, I want to see it. And, yeah, we do. And then I'll oh, we'll be jealous. Do. Yeah, you know, I want to come out there, Sandy. That's cool. Getting on PBS with with Sequoia Riverlands Trust and and Queer Oaks Preserve. Don't you think that's yes. cool? Yes, you know? that's awesome. I know, and I bet Walter sneaks in. Uh, yeah, Walter <laughs> makes a cameo. <laughs> well, yeah, he doesn't go on field trips cats, very but... often. <laughs> yeah, he's you know he's he's the stud man, um, and he is in the sculptures. Now, I mean not the sculptures, the, the murals, but the sculptures. Are there hidden things in the sculptures? I had to ask that because the murals have hidden things. No, not on, not on these anyway. No. That would be um, a we may odd, figure huh? out a trick on those eventually, but right now we're just trying to kick off the project and um, see how people respond to it. And um, I kind of feel like they're going to feel like we're not going to continue with the murals, but those will always be the heart and soul of the uh, mural yeah. project. You know, of the it's good to mix it up. It, yeah. Yes, it's good to mix it up. You know, in, in Cardiff, California, on the coast, um, they have a sculpture, which I never got a photo of because it just the way the traffic was that day, and then eventually you just get frustrated and drive off and, <laughs> nice. and, and smile at people as you do that, right? But they have this really cool sculpture of this surfer dude, and what happens when anything interesting is happening in this little, you know, community, people dress the dude up, the surfer <laughs> dude up, and I've seen it in so many it's ways, so and I'm just saying, Sandy, or should I never have said that? <laughs> Yeah, you probably should have not like say a, it. I did the doodah parade. You, know, you could have like a farmer sculpture, and they can dress him up, and he could go out to dinner. He could go yep. to like a dance. Come on. Come on. Oh, there could be all up. kinds of things um, that we move forward with as we explore this uh, new option. But, yeah, um, nothing is. Um, off the books, you know. I mean, we're we're not going to discourage anything. However, we don't necessarily want the bear dressed up and stuff. But yeah, you might put a bow on him at Christmas time or something, you know. I know. Oh, that's cool. I know. I'm just. Well, the you surfer know. dude needed covering yeah, up. Yeah, the, the surfer dude oh. is really classic. Except they they put a tutu on him once. I know that's. Funny. That's. A, I'm sorry, but anyway, it's yes. just a whole different culture. But um, the other thing too, the painted rocks. We've talked about that on shows. Is that still mm-hmm. going on? Where people can look for people painted rocks in, in the in you know the flower beds of downtown Exeter yes that is still going very strong in fact they have started people have started taking them and transplanting them in other communities in fact we just saw oh, something wow. on Facebook and they were somewhere 
I'm trying to remember exactly where I want to say maybe Finland or somewhere, and wow. they had taken some Exeter, California um, rocks, and we're hoping maybe that would encourage them to start a project like that. And I just saw that on Facebook this morning, as a matter of fact. But, um, yeah, it's still going strong. Um, the winter cool. time, of course, it, it has slowed down quite a bit because it's been cold and wet. Yeah. and um, It hasn't been good for rock hunting. But um, as spring starts to emerge, yeah, it's going to go gangbusters. Priscilla has a burning hot question. She wants a rock. She, she wants to take the rock with her on the tour. Can she have a okay. soft monkey rock? rock? Do I have a sock monkey rock? Yeah, she just wants a Oh, a she rock. wants to take a we rock. We can on arrange the that. When Priscilla gets here, we'll make sure she finds one and takes oh, it with her. Oh, we've got to paint Walter's it's face got, on it. And it's got to be pink. Yes. <laughs> we do Walter's face so she can, like, look at him every day. Yes. <laughs> she can have breakfast with Walter. <laughs> that's, that's what we do. But, here's the, uh, but this is really cool. You know, there's a thing... It, it, it's fascinating to me because this is, you know, when you were talking about the visitors going to Finland and taking the rock, there could mm-hmm. be this cool thing, you know, how geocaching is, yeah, where people bring one rock to the next community, and, you know, where it's like a trade-off of should, rocks. Yeah, they should mm-hmm. leave a rock. From they Finland. need to leave a rock, take a rock, leave a rock, and then go to the next community. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what we'll do in our tour. We'll start rocking and rolling all the way, all over. <laughs> we'll just yeah, I rocks. see a lot of that happening, though. I mean, not necessarily cool. that far away, but in other states and other cities, um, they'll transplant a rock over there and leave it. <laughs> and somebody well, will post, hey, I just found this, you know, from Exeter, <laughs> California. And anyway, because they'll post it on Facebook um, that they found the rock. And uh, oh, cool. anyway, because that's what you're supposed to do when you find it. You're supposed to post um, that post you found it. Post the picture, it. but not take it. You not take it, the rock. But it, you, um, you, you could can take it, it and rehide it. Yes. Yeah, you could put them all on a Google map. Like here's rocks from Exeter around the but world. But you can't. No, but you're not supposed to. It's a it's a treasure hunt. So you're not supposed to show people, Nancy. Oh. She wants to. Yeah. You can't spill the beans. You, you're supposed to. Say, I found <laughs> it. You know what I mean. This well, is you can say it's where I found it, but that's not where I left it. This is funny. That's I, right. I just, Usually they say we'll be rehid tomorrow, or you know, we're rehiding this, you know, a little bit later, and so look for it somewhere else, and um, they may give you a clue as to where to find it. But yeah, usually they're very oh, um, uh, cryptic about it because they want people to be out looking for them. Okay, so this How is fun. it. We go this to the brewery fun. and then we go rock hunting. <laughs> That's the best form of hunting. <laughs> yes. I like this. I like, I like this. it. Diane, have you gone rock hunting in town in Exeter? I have not, actually. Oh. I was not really familiar with that, so now I have to go do that because I love going to Exeter. So I will be on the lookout for rocks now. <laughs> I know. It's like don't take them out of the parks, but take them in the town and take their photo and move them around. And, you know, I love this. I think it's such a cool thing. And now, the walk you have, okay, so you're unveiling the sculpture. May 5th is the unveiling, right, of the, mm-hmm. of the sculpture, May 5th? Yes, that'll be the official kickoff on that. I mean, obviously, they'll be um, uh, installed before that, hopefully. And um, so everyone will be seeing them, but that will be the big to-do for mm. it when we, had, when we do our garden, um, garden party, which is our only fundraiser for the murals and arts in Exeter. And then May 11th, right? You know, right mm-hmm. around Mommy's Day time, right? You're you're doing yes. your full bloom 2019 garden walk, awesome. and so this is cool because people 
get to walk? Is it it's all downtown, so people walk to different homes and look at everyone's gardens and go. Um, I told you she planted downtown. that. Downtown. Yeah, it's not <laughs> okay. necessarily downtown, but it's all within you know in Exeter or around. Sometimes we have some country homes and that want to show off their gardens. Um, cool. One place that we're showing off this year, just to kind of bring awareness to it, is one of our. Um, newer uh, chamber members is called Mustard Seed Acre. Um, they've taken a piece of um, vacant railroad property right next to the railroad that's just been kind of a a weed patch for umpteen years, and they have converted that into the most beautiful, whimsical um, garden area. Um, they nice. sell fresh fruits and vegetables, which they buy from oh, cool. other local vendors, and then they're uh, going to start a community garden project where people can come work in the garden and take fruits and vegetables home with them. Um, but they have turned this piece That's of property, cool. they were our beautification award winner this year because they, they had this vision of doing this type of urban garden. However, they didn't have to make it so cute. I mean, it is so <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, they just did such a That's phenomenal so cool. job. So we're really excited about having them in town. Um, it's just right down the street from the chamber. But um, if you knew the property before, you know, it's quite a project. Um, and this family um, did most all the work, and it's wow. it's been a um, labor of love for them. And we really want to see them do well. And now they're starting the community garden project where the community members can get out and help manage the vegetables and nice. different things. And they can pick what they want to plant. They can help decide that. And then they t- get to take fresh fruits and vegetables if they come out and help maintain it that is so this cool. is very cool what's I going like on that. yeah i like that i mm, like that nice i'm looking wow. at the rocks are you i'm on it, facebook are you, it's are exeter you rocks one? it's mm-hmm. a, virtually it's, moving i'm a rock. joining the group it's a i'm looking at it exeter rocks and there's one with this little they're all set up for saint patty's day with little giraffes holding uh, eating or they have a, a four-leaf clover in their mouth there's all these cool things so my thing is are they going to do rocks that are like Easter eggs, and then kids are going for Easter rock hunting? <laughs> well, we do have an Easter egg hunt in town at the city park, but I'm sure they'll have some Easter-themed ones as well, and I, I think painting a rock like an Easter egg would be a lot of fun. I'm sorry. I just got we, all excited I think about we're gonna this. Have to, we're going to have to bring you a rock with Priscilla. We're going we're gonna to bring you, we're gonna bring you some. <laughs> yeah, rocks. we're going we're gonna to do this. Now, the other part um, – how many gardens do you think there is on the on the tour this year? Um, we currently have two confirmed. Um, one is Mustard Seed Acre, and then the mm-hmm. other one is the owner of Whistle Stop. Um, her her home oh, garden. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. she's been on it a few years back, but she's totally re um, refurbished her garden, changed it all up. So she was anxious to show it off. So that's the two we have so far. She's Very got, cool. She's got good food. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. start 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 with breakfast there before you go yeah. on the garden walk mm. because that's a that's a great place to to have that yeah. going on. So, man, always good stuff happening in in Springfield. And so the other okay, so you got apple, you've got orange blossoms. I don't know why I'm saying apples. I'm looking at rocks with apples <laughs> on it. But anyway, <laughs> you, I'm I've, my mind has just gone into Rockland, you know. You've got wildflowers out at Kawea Oaks Preserve and uh, also this amazing uh, Kids Citizen Science Day and a lot going on. The garden walks, there's always something. There's beer, 
<laughs> town and everything as well. Exeter rock. Exeter does rock. I love this. Uh, before you both go, I want to know, because we're talking about nature walks and garden walks. It's all about walks. And you know I have a thing about one-hour walks because our Facebook group for one-hour walks. So I want to ask each of you, if you could take a one-hour walk anywhere in Exeter vicinity, where would it be, and who would you take that walk with? It could be someone alive or passed on, fictional. Who would it be so you can kind of tap their brain or just have a really good walk? So let's start with you, Sandy, because we've oh, done this goodness. kind of thing to you before. She's like, thanks, Lisa. You can be going to someone's garden for gossip, you know. Well, I would probably like to take a one-hour walk probably through Mustard Seed Acre. I've been there numerous times, but I haven't gone just to take it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there to get this or to get that or, you know, to to see them or, you know, but I haven't gone and really walked through the entire place because um, mm-hmm. they do have different beds where they are growing some of their own vegetables to sell there. But I think I would walk through there, and who would I walk with? I would probably take my granddaughter. She's just oh. walking now, and wow, I would cool. like to introduce her to what it is to grow mm. your own vegetables and just because there's nice. lots of things there for her to see. There's, they have a new baby goat uh, named Tulip. I mean, there's just all kinds oh, of things oh, cool. that would be of interest to a child as well. But I would take her just to start teaching her um, how important these types of places are. And I, at some point I would take her to Quia Oaks Preserve. But she's only one, so she's a little bit young for that place um, to really appreciate it. But I will take her there as she gets older, and so she can start appreciating the science behind all that. Awesome. Wants, I love Priscilla that. Priscilla wants to meet tulips. Yeah, she does. She yeah, does no, <laughs> we know how we love goats, man. Goats are, goats are so much fun. Um, oh, yeah. Are, you, are the school gardens still going? You took us out to Rocky Hill, I think it was, the school up there. I believe they, were they doing... are, yes. There's not awesome. a whole lot of press about them right now, but I believe they are still going. Oh, cool. good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Now, Diane, where are you taking your one-hour mm-hmm. walk? Well, I was thinking, you know, with the orange blossoms about to bloom, I would love to just go walk through an orange orchard Mm. and just take in the smell Mm. and beauty of the blossoms and hear the bees buzzing. That would just be like my ideal hour. And, of course, I would take my dogs. I have two corgis. Because they go everywhere oh, with me. They're my walking buds. Awesome. I oh, have two corgis, yes. I love corgis. Yes. They're crazy dogs. They're they are. Wild. They are crazy. They are crazy. I love them. And they go everywhere. But, of course, they would love to go to Quia Oak Preserve, too, because they've been there many, many times, and they just love it there. They just, in fact, I've got pictures of them sitting in front of the sign that we've put on our website and stuff before because they just, like, this is the coolest place. They just love it. Awesome. I dig that. I dig that. Now I want honey wine. I don't even know what that tastes like, but I want honey wine because I'm thinking of those orange blossoms. It sounds good. Blossoms. I know. You can smell it. <laughs> oh, I guess that would be mead, actually, wouldn't it? I've had orange mead. Oh, yeah, duh, stuff. duh. Yeah, it I've is, had mead before. Yeah, it duh. What national, am I not thinking? It yeah. is National Mold Wine Day, I know. ladies. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. yeah, you put all those cinnamon <laughs> sticks and fruit, oranges, lemons, make your own wine. Mm. Don't spill it. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Okay, before you go, you both have to give us your champagne toast. That is, you know, the thing of the day. So what are you toasting to, Diane? 
I'm testing to this wonderful rainy winter that we're having. It's been amazing. I love all the rain, and I love the wildflowers that are coming from it. So I'm super grateful for that. It sounds like you do need mold wine now, though. What are you toasting to, Sandy? I am going to toast to the new direction our um, Festival of Arts is taking. I think it's going to be an exciting adventure, and I'm looking forward um, to being in on the ground floor of this. I think it's going to be exciting for our community. I think awesome. so, too. I think, you know, and it, it adds, you know, we've done a few art walks um, in our time, quite a few, actually, and, you know, in Exeter, we always talk about Exeter because what you've done with the murals mm. and how that has really done something very cool for the town. It's very, very positive. And then some places, you know, they have it where part of their art walk is the architecture, the architectural styles, and, I mean, there's these different things. And it for the visitor, when you have different kinds of art to look at when you're walking, it makes you slow down and you start to go, oh, well, let's go see this kind of art. I've never seen this kind of thing before. So just on, on that side, as a person that loves to do walks through towns and things like that and see different pieces of art, I think it's exciting to have something new and different. I do, and I love mm-hmm. the murals, and I want to keep them there too. I'm just saying <laughs> it's really cool oh, to yeah. add something new, you know. Yeah. You got to have a different style of pizza once in a while. I'm just it's, saying. Well, <laughs> got to keep it fresh. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Got to keep it yeah. fresh. We want people to continue to come and visit our community, and we don't want them to say, "Oh, I've already been there, done that." So mm-hmm. come on down mm-hmm. and, and take a look at this in in a couple of months. I love it, love it. So good to hear from both of you. Thank you both for joining us again. Everyone, keep up with Exeter. Go to exeterchamber.com. They've got a calendar on there. They also have a page dedicated to the murals, and you can learn more there. And also go to sequoiariverlands.org, and that is where you can find out more. They have a calendar on there, too, and that will keep you up to date with wildflower walks and runs and uh, the Kids uh, Citizen Science Event. What date is that? April? Just again, April 27th. April 27th. It's a Saturday. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you both for joining us. We're going to play a special song for you. It's called Going to California. You guys know that song. <laughs> but this one, <laughs> this version is coming uh, through Hawaii because why not? This is from Makana, one of our favorite guitarists. He's a slack key guitarist, one of the top in the world. And it's from his album, Ripe, because we're thinking about all that beautiful fruit you guys are growing out there, too, and elderberries for beer and wine. So here it is, going to California. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Someone told me there's a girl out there With love in her eyes and flowers In her hair fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.